Garrett, before we start, though, I have a question. Okay. What is the question this week? Uh, why am I your partner? Um, could you maybe define that a bit more? It's a kind of broad term. Well, we're, we're like podcast partners, right? Why did you pick me as your partner? Um, is, is the word co-host not good? Well, I mean, same difference, but you know, why me? Um, well, I feel like you were asked and then you said yes, and then now we're here. Well, but like, why did you ask me though? Um, because I don't know many people. This uh, fishing trip has been uh, very disappointing. We were on a fishing trip. Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was fishing for compliments, but it's okay. We can just start the episode. Oh, that kind of fishing trip. Oh. Obviously, because you are the bestest in all of the regards, and why wouldn't we have asked you to to host on this podcast? See now, <laughs> all of the time when you talk, you're very monotone until you're being sarcastic about saying nice things about me. <laughs> it's a gift. I think I'm offended. <laughs> um, I mean, but. You know, being sarcastic is an emotion that I rarely have towards people, so you got that going for you. I don't think being sarcastic is an emotion. It It is now. Mm. 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 I reserve my judgment. Okay, uh, should we record uh, bestest partner co-host of this <laughs> podcast that anyone could ask for? Now you're talking. Cool. Hello and welcome to Going Digital Colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. Oh no! Hey, I am Kit Kat, who is apparently very tired now apparently. that I'm in this dark closet. And this week we watched episode 34 of Tamers, which is either the lame title of Lionheart or the title that gives away the plot of the episode, The Kind-Hearted Hero, Leoman Dies. <laughs> They're like, just in case you were wondering. Just in case you didn't want to watch this episode, but wanted to know what happened. It also was shown in the preview, but I know you don't watch those. I do not. Morally against it somehow. Yeah, I, I mean, to each their own, I guess. So now that we're back from the International Women's Day debacle, uh, do you <laughs> want to summarize this episode? I mean, the summary is basically, Leomon dies and... Um, Takato loses his fucking mind, but I could give you a more, a less succinct, a more in-depth. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Okay. A longer uh, than like five-minute episode would be good. A what now? A longer than like five-minute podcast episode would be good. 
<laughs> We're just done now, that's all. Um, okay, so this episode starts off with um, Kuluman having been captured, kind of out of nowhere, uh, and then thrown into what appears to be a cell of some kind, and they're trying to throw themselves against the walls, and eventually they see this, like, reflection or, I don't know, ghost kind of thing of a big 3D version of the symbol that's on their forehead. And they're like, I've been here before, and then tries to use an attack as if they were a Digimon, but it doesn't really work. So then the episode flips to um, Rika's group, and they're wanting to find the others, and they want to go home. And then that's the same thing with Takato's group. And then, But Takato shows uh, Lopmon his drawing of Kulamon, saying they need to find Kulamon. And then Lopmon gives, like, basically a lore dump, saying that uh, Kulamon is, like, the one who holds the light of evolution and um, will eliminate or can eliminate those who threaten the gods of this world. And so the gods had reconfigured fragments of Digimon data to create the Deva. I, some of this seemed like we sort of maybe guessed it already, but some of it was, like, way out of left field. Um, and the long and short of it is that Lotman does know where Kulamon was taken, but um, Lotman doesn't want to take them there because Lotman's still a, a Deva. And um, Takata wants to go, but Henry doesn't want to take Susie. Um, so they're kind of at an impasse there because Takata's like, oh, I'll just go without you. Um, and Henry's kind of like, no. And Lotman's also like, no. And um, there's a... They flip back and forth here a lot with Kulamon. Kulamon gets told that they have to take their other form, which they don't want to do, and it doesn't really explain what the other form is, although presumably it's the giant gem thing of a bobber. Um, meanwhile, with Rika's group, then Guillemon asks Liamon why he became Jerry's partner, and so he asks the others, you know, why did you become the partners of your partners? And they say nice things about their partners, Garrett, and then um, Jerry apologizes for being, like, weak, and um, he's like, NBD, this is our fate. Like, it's fine if you're a weakling. Um, and then Beelzebubmon shows up with Takato's group while Takato's trying to convince Henry to let him take Terriermon. And um, I'm not really sure what Takato's plan is. He seems to think he's just going to talk the either the deva or the gods into letting him have Kulamon back? Question mark, question mark. But anyway, Beelzebubmon is attacking them. Rapidmon isn't really strong enough to take him on alone. And Dakota, like, screams for Guillemon, and very conveniently he's heard by Guillemon. And it's conveniently, there's, like, one of those light beams that's been rom roaming around that comes towards them. Uh, and then takes the whole group that was with Rika, including Guillemon, to where Takato and company are. And then Takato gets very soap opera-y about uh, Gromon being, you know, just Data again. But then he's sort of interrupted by Beelzebubmon. I keep writing Beel in my uh, shorthand here. So Beel is shooting at Kyubimon while she's trying to talk him down, essentially, and get him to or, like, try to disarm him, or she does disarm him, which makes him really mad. He's trying to kill her, but then um, Liamon 
he's monologuing, so then Leomon comes up and then also monologues, and that gives Beelzebub Mon a chance to just straight up murder Leomon, so Leomon dies. Um, and all of his thunder in his death is taken away by Takato freaking the fuck out and causing Giamon to digivolve and go berserk, kind of. And everybody's flipping out. Uh, Jerry's screaming at Friend A when he, like, tries to pull her away, but then she's also trying to get Takato to stop. Beelzebub Mon gets in a good shot at Giamon, and Takato screams that he should digivolve again, so he does. Everything's going kind of nuts, and Kulamon's head lights up. And then the red light goes kind of everywhere in the holy area or wherever where Kulamon is. Um, and the symbol on Giamon's chest lights up and starts flashing. And while all this is happening, then it switches to the real world. And Flippy and the girls are apparently back at it. Um, and they're freaking out because this is like the worst thing they've ever seen. And it's going to affect the real world and blah, blah, blah. And um, Henry's dad's desktop then has all the same kind of symbols that we're seeing on Giamon and um, Kulamon, which is interesting. And he's like, oh, no, the kids are in trouble and I can't do anything, like, all upset, which is completely reasonable. And then there's a very dramatic evolution scene and Jerry's screaming and then Takato's digivice, like, shatters and falls. And that's kind of where it ends. Yeah, those pretty solid. It's like it's like A-minus work. Okay. So I think the things that I didn't like about the episode um, were that there were some, like, weird continuity bits, like... I don't know why Gilman was evolved at the beginning of this episode. I looked yeah, back oh, at yeah, previous was... episodes and I didn't see anything. Yeah, and I kept saying Gilman. I I probably should actually be better about where he's Gilman and where he's Gromon, but I don't do that. My bad. Um, I think Rika was particularly out of character at the end. Which part? Um, just like. When Kibiman was doing bad, she's like she just like immediately forgot how to do anything. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they all seem kinda off their game. Everybody's a little messed up. It's like they all did acid before this happened and they are all just trying to act like they're normal. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. I it okay. Have you done acid? Can you speak from experience? I can't, no. Oh, then maybe maybe you shouldn't use that comparison. Okay, well, I've done weed, and I have tried to act normal on weed. It is very hard, so we could talk about that. I okay. I knew that I was going to have a really hard time, so I pretended to go to sleep, but then uh, I have that thing where I twitch when I'm falling asleep, and I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to know I'm not falling asleep. So I was like trying to figure out how to do a convincing body twitch without it being obvious. It was very, it was a very confusing time. Um, so, so my third thing was, um, it was pretty heavy handed on like the, why, why did you choose your tamer that Leoman brings up, you know, right before he dies? Yes. I think like, other than that, it's probably the best episode of the season we watched. I mean, this is the one that is clearly going to make Jerry lose her mind because she's been like this sweet, caring kind of. Lately, having some psychotic delusions, potentially weird thing with a little dog puppet. Like, she's a little funky. This is going to drive her right off the edge, I suspect. Yeah, probably. 
Those were like the things that I brought up. I think episode really hits all of its points, albeit a little bit rushed, but whatever. It's Digimon, they do that. Yeah, I. so those are your three points that you didn't like about this episode, yes? Yeah, I think like the first one is like more more nebulous and kind of expands to a lot of the little things. Okay. Um, because like, yeah, continuity is kind of out there. Um, the out of characterness, like they, they could interpret more than just Rika, but Rika was really the point that stuck out for me. Yeah. It was weird to me that Takata got so angry. I could see this having happened to Henry. If, you know, Susie got injured or was like threatened, but it doesn't make sense why Takato just loses his mind. I can sort of see it. It, it, I won't say that it like couldn't have used more because it could have, but I think it's pretty well justified because, um, I think when Gilman first turned into his ultimate form, which I can't remember the name off the top of my head, uh, with the, Tiger Deva. I think there's like a sort of similar similar thing with how with how the emotions were running. Also, I think maybe Takato was one of the ones to most like have this whole Digimon fantasy idealized the most. So when that when that ideal broke with like a real consequence, I think that could have been like the breaking point which flows into that it just they didn't make it clear what was happening with him and why he's just angry all of a sudden yeah killing's bad you know never mind that he's gonna fix the killing with killing never mind that part right yes yeah, my my biggest one with this was really I get that they're trying to say that being angry is like bad, I guess, with the shattering of the digivice and the scary whatever Gamon turns into, etc. I mean, it's not necessarily anger is bad. It's like it's more like rage or like un unfocused anger is bad. Okay. Because it appears to be more like a bloodlust than just like a, I'm very angry. Well, and it's interesting because they've been sort of hinting at that with uh, Rio's Digimon. I mean, they've also, now that I'm thinking back, they have hinted about it a little bit with Gilmon where where Takato's like had to pull Gilmon back from like red-eye situations. So this is almost kind of seeing what happens when Takato doesn't do that or even initiates it himself. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, it felt like to me, the way I read the situation really was that he was trying to protect his friends. You know, like you're saying, it got real, but a lot of it is just that like Cubimon was in danger, Rika was scared, Jerry's, um, you know, Digimon literally just died. And so maybe he, like, the way I was reading it was that he was seeing this as, oh my God, you know, Gimon could die. Like, we're in danger. We have to protect ourselves. And that's when he gets so angry. Right. And I can see that. There, there's also, like, the weird thing 
where when Gilmon first comes back, Takato flashes back to that weird Digi-Gnome thing, and I don't understand why that's a big deal at all. I literally don't either. I guess that's my fourth point, is I don't... I feel like we did that plot point in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's done. I don't know why Takato is having this now. I I don't either, and it's like... He's wrestling with whether his friend is real or not, and it just doesn't seem like the time. Right. It's it's real weird. But I think, like, even with that, to reiterate, I think, like, all of, like, the major points still find a way to hit pretty well despite all of that. And that the minor stuff is kind of easily able to be pushed away or to kind of just go with the flow of it yeah it wasn't like i think because there was so much like weird continuity stuff and like convenience of the plot and things that just weren't explained and things that were explained that didn't really need to be explained and so i had some feelings about that that it it could have been a lot better that's true it could have been a lot cleaner and, like, clearer and poignant, more poignant. Well, I mean, okay, the Tamers, especially during this this point, could be a whole lot more clearer in, like, any of it. Like, more establishing of the rules or any of that. I mean, it's super hard because you could almost... You could take small leaps and probably tie all of it together because you could say like the the emotions of you know Takato yelling for Gilman caused that digital light to find the group and like all this other stuff like there's a lot of already established hand wavy things in the digital world where this isn't ev- this isn't necessarily worse, it's just more. Okay. From how nothing has really like any sense of detail, having more things just kind of slots in place to it than it really being like its own bigger problem. Yeah. I guess that's true. I just I would like one episode that made sense start to finish and didn't waste its potential. See, the thing is, though, like, I even think, like, with all of that, I, I don't think there was actually wasted potential here. Agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, like, the overall biggest problem is, like, this was this was just one episode. You feel like it should have been two episodes? Uh yeah, I feel like this should have been lengthened, yeah. I there was almost too much going on. Okay, that might be a fair point, actually. I guess I was thinking like they needed to drop a bunch of stuff that was kind of unnecessary. But it also just this this thing where like suddenly Flippy and the girls have their place back. And it's just as good as new, and, like, why is that symbol on Henry's dad's desktop? Like, why are we, you know, going back to just him? Which I assume that they're, like, shadowing, foreshadowing something that happens, like he's going to help somehow or something, I don't know. But well, just... I think I have answers for all those, actually. I think, 
So previously, like it's been established that like uh, Flippy and Co have like have kind of like one eighty to be around to helping, and I think they're just like continuing their their operation, trying to help things, and I think like the Gilman symbol showing up on like Henry's dad's computer and everywhere is just like showing like the raw the raw like energy or power that's that's doing anything so that's like the showing like how it's affecting everything in the real world and how it's like setting off all those devices okay okay well i didn't get that from it i mean that's what i got it from because it's 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 like the symbol on his chest that's doing it so and then so like his chest is glowing and then like all those symbols are popping up as like points to go through they didn't like super explain that but i'm not sure they need it to and they also didn't have time i mean i think i i read it or read it as um as like just like this this raw uncontrolled energy that's going through gilman that's like turning into this bad situation i mean that's Probably fair. I I guess I would have liked it if they had been like if if Henry said was like what is this? Oh my gosh, something is definitely wrong. Like you know, at least saying recognizing this because the way I read it was like that's just his wallpaper on his desktop. Well, I mean, to be fair, during that shot, like his dad is looking out the window, like stressing stressing out out about the fact that he's lost two kids. I think like Flippy and the and the two operators kind of establish like the the supposed threat that's going on. Well, okay, then that makes sense. Yes. It it's more like the um like it just doesn't make sense why why they go to his dad at all you know why are they not why why is that in there like you're saying i think either they need to lengthen it and have that be keep flipping back to him and he's so anxious or whatever they could have started the episode that way or you know all kinds of things could have happened but if they're gonna just have one episode having him in there doesn't really make sense Mm, i mean i i mean i i would choose to read it as i think I think that point was twofold. I think it was more or less showing that like Gil Gilman stuff is is doing more than just being picked up by the government. So it's showing like real world applications because like it's appearing on this this laptop that's like just out there in the world. But then it's also like it's reiterating the danger of everything. Because I believe this cut is around when, like, when Rapidmon is getting beat up real bad, and Susie's, like, starting to cry, and, like, Henry's trying to comf- comfort her. So I think, like, it's meant to, um, heighten that previous moment by, like, by showing the connection, not the connection, but, like, the, just the, the family, I guess, connection, the family connection t- to them, to, like raise up the stakes it's like Hen- like henry's dad is worrying about them and they're in legitimate danger right now 
But how does his dad know that? I mean, I I think that's more of like a show narrative thing than like a in character narrative thing. I think it's trying to pull some pathos. By showing, like, the kids and then showing their parent. Like, I think that's supposed to make that hit home harder. I don't know. I guess that they could have had a, a, like, a... If you wanted to pretend that they had some kind of connection and they just knew, like, you could have shown several of the parents being like, you know, oh, I just, I can feel they're in trouble. Oh, I'm so worried. You know, da-da-da. Like, something like that. Or, you know, they're... If seeing the real world problems of this... Like, oh, my phone's not working, or, you know, oh, something, something, this is so scary, da-da-da. I, I don't know, it just, it didn't seem like enough to really sell me on any of the things that you're saying that it's supposed to represent. Mm. That's fair, but I feel like they didn't have time to do more. Like, I, I, feel, I actually feel like spending more time on that would have actively lessen the rest of the episode because i feel like well i do think this is like should be two episodes i feel like the pacing that they do have is done intentionally and like set up in a way that works really well i feel like if you spent more time in like i'm like the real word for uh, the real world for example it would have kind of it could have what it could have really like brought the high of what's going on in the, digi- in the digital world down and like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have fit as well together I think I don't know because I feel like the frantic and like the everybody freaking out and just like the stakes escal- escalating and escalating like if you try to if you try to cut that up I feel like that that loses the impact that that it's going for here but what value does it add to show Henry's dad's face for 15 seconds saying, oh no, my children? I won't. A, don't think it was 15 seconds. B, I, I think again, it was to show, it was to show that what Gilmont is doing is, has, you know, visible things that are happening, not just by the government or whatever organization Slippy's with. Like, I think it was twofold. But, Okay. But, like, how is it showing that there's an effect in the real world? Well, it's showing the symbols on, like, a regular laptop. So it's showing that it's more than just this special, like, secret government computer that's, like, that's seeing these signs. Well, I feel like in the, uh, in the series 8 or whatever the one was that we were watching last time was season Atmon? Atmon, mm-hmm. yes. Um... Like, they did a better job of showing these, like, problems that all of the world is experiencing, that there's, like, real issues here. And I wish they'd done something more like that, because I think showing multiple people having this issue would have made it clear what's happening. It's just showing the little symbols on his desktop. It doesn't do much for me. Okay, that's fair. Agree to disagree. Okay, that's fine. Because like I I think like the frantic pace and just like the escalation at the end really does the episode well and I think like 
having to show more things or to break that down would have would have taken away from it. And then there's like a bunch of like weird like lore stuff in like the beginning and in the middle, oh, yeah. which is yeah. I was kind of surprised. It seemed like you would be really into that, so I was surprised you weren't bringing that up. Um, I, it's just like not. I don't know. I I think just the lore dump here kind of serves the purpose of of making things more tense or just like giving you something to to think about while everything goes to hell. Okay. Like, I think the lore was in service of the events of the episode rather than just being world building. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it's okay. It didn't super explain a lot. It kind of, it kind of adds a lot of, like, mysticism stuff to the digital world, which is an interesting yeah. take. It starts to imply that Kulumon was not originally a Digimon, but rather this this quote unquote light that was like the source of of evolving throughout the digital world, and then it manifested into this Digimon that is Kulumon. Right. So is Kulumon really a Digimon? Right. And like, well, I mean, its name ends in Mon. It's a Digimon. Them's uh, the rules. My. I have a friend on campus named Yulmon. Now I have suspicions. Yeah, they're they're a Digimon. Them's the rules. Yeah, and then like so when Takato forces the evolution, um, it seems to set off Kulumon, who is in this cage that then sets off like a bunch of. It's kind of like a conduit system where it's like putting this evolution power across across this world that the that the gods their domain which like interesting but it's hard to really like give that attention when like there's there's BLs above mon trying to kill everybody right like it it's a neat sequence it it shows like some sinister stuff going on so like it's it's teasing at like what is there in the future but like it's not the main point of what's going on. It's to have Gilman evolve into into an evil form. And like evil forms always good. Like they do it they do it in O one with Skull Greymon. It's good there. It's good here. It's generally always good. Like narratively. Not like not like in the show. In the show it's bad, but like narratively, A plus. Okay. And I think, like, the Digivice breaking is, like, a cool thing, too. Because, I mean, I read it as, like, the symbolic thing that, like, Takato done fucked up and failed as a tamer. Well, again, like, if he's just trying to protect his friends and loved ones, how is he... See, I don't... I'm unsure if it's really, like, protecting at this point rather than I'm going to kill this Digimon. Well, but what else were they supposed to do? They were failing i mean they were failing but it was it was a distinct like emotion of rage rather than like a hope or a wish but sometimes rage is what saves you Mm, i mean but like it's like an uncontrolled rage thing i mean how do you have a controlled rage (laughs) 
I mean, that's fair. I mean, the way I see it is like, which like, let me just use another nerdy analogy to relate to this nerdy analogy is like, I, I basically just think of Wolverine from X-Men in like, in like the feral rage mode. I feel like that's what Takato is doing rather than like being conscious and like, and like thinking about these actions. I think again, there's like a distinct intent to kill and like, there isn't like a kill to protect my friends. This is uh, I'm going to kill this Digimon. I don't feel like the the intent of protecting was really in the back of his mind, just with how it's shown. It's shown as like this uncontrolled anger and like that the solution is murder. M- more so than normal. Like murder, murder. Yeah, they're murdering people constantly. It is a little weird why he goes off when this hasn't been a problem in the past. I it has to be the death of Liamon. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think again, like it's like the the real stakes of like there is now like a physical death or like a physical eh, physical's not even a word, but like a concrete uh consequence, that's the word. To, to, like, the actions and to the things that have been going on. It's bad, but, like, it's different when it happens to, quote-unquote, your side. Mm, yeah. Well, and a lot of this seems like it's been about it getting too real, you know? Right. Yeah, and again, like, hmm, killing an ally kind of makes it real. Yeah. Sorry, I think that, like, sets it off in, like... I don't know, I still think, like, Blind Rage is, like, the best way to to show it, to explain it. And I think, like, that's, like, showing the f- the failures, like, as Takato is a tamer to, like, giving in to just that almost primal, I don't know, this, this, like, primal instinct of killing. You could almost maybe relate it back to, they briefly touch on, like, how they think it's a Digimon's nature to fight. And you could maybe construe, and this is me just like fucking shooting out in the dark here, like most of what I say, but um, that you could possibly conject that the role of a tamer is to have Digimon not live by that singular goal of just to fight. Okay. And that's so, like, doubling down on that is kind of what, like, sets the whole thing off and, like, breaks the Digivice, which basically shows it's just, like, a failed a failed attempt at this goal. I guess. I just... None of this seemed particularly clear. The, the storytelling isn't as linear as I like. Maybe that's the problem. That's fair. I'm also, like, I'm unsure how clear this is supposed to be. Because I feel like you could argue that the hecticness and, like, all of the jumping around and all of that going on it could be construed as, as being done on purpose to, to like, further elicit this, this, un, this like, uneasy feeling of, of watching the events go out. I don't know. I guess I just want to see where they go with it now. Uh, they're going to go with it where it gets resolved, and then we're going to see uh, the real 
the real mega form. Ooh. And then that's going to bring about uh, bio-merging, which is its which Why is are you its telling whole me thing. these things? I don't watch the previous, so I don't... So I'm surprised, you know, so I don't know what's going to happen. Why I'm just going to tell you the previous from now on. Ugh, terrible. Okay. I mean, um, you also asked where it was going to go, so I, just, I told you. I said I wanted to know where it would go. Well, oh, I guess but, that is. Can be misconstrued. But now you can go into the next episode with that knowledge, and you can you can form opinions on, like, on how Listen, on how this works. Listen, I'm a strong, independent woman. I can form opinions on anything. I don't need I mean, help. you can. I, I'm just saying that it, it perhaps gives you a framework to, to go into the episode to with. have opinions? Okay. Okay, fair. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about this episode? Uh, no. I, I think it's, like, the best episode we watched this season still. Alright. Would you like to hear a poem? No, I want you to rate this episode in the rating scale that I came up with last time. Oh shit, I already forgot what it was. Um in training, rookie, champion, ultimate, mega. In that order from worst to best. Like a champion episode. Okay. I feel like this is a mega episode. Okay. I knew you would. Okay. I know. I, I did say multiple times, I think it's the best episode we've watched this season so far. But you're holding one in reserve. No, I'm not even holding one in reserve. There isn't one above that? No. Damn, son. Okay. Alright. Now would you like to hear a poem? Isn't there that thing where you have to say something you like about the episode? I guess if you want to make me do that. Um, Yeah, I mean, while we're here. What did I like about this episode? We really haven't this hard of a time. I, well, so there's, like, tolerable, and then there's, like, actually, like, and I don't know that there's anything I actually liked in this episode. It also doesn't help that I watched it over a week ago. Okay. You could have rewatched it. I'm doing finals, so. Listen, I have spent uh, the last... Most of the last 24 hours when I wasn't sleeping, reading about the meth epidemic, police militarization, and um, uh, uh, broken windows policing. (laughs) Sounds like just another Tuesday. (laughs) For you, maybe. I mean, I thought that their portrayal of Jerry's heartbreak and not really knowing what she wants and just being distraught. Uh, over Liamon's death was a, a decent portrayal of what grief can look like because it, it, she didn't even like have it together. She's trying to move forward, but also, you know, in terms of like getting to Kato to stop things. Okay, also, I want to go go on record and be like, for this singular time, I'm on Friday's side. <laughs> Yes. He tr- he tried to do a good. Yep. He's really grown after getting a Digimon. I guess that's how it works. So we're screwed. Eh, oh well. I'll take a poem now, I guess. Okay. That's exciting for me. Okay. So this poem is starts off as a very famous poem, but then I that's just the intro and I wrote the rest of it, okay? Don't give me this shit about 
using other people's stuff and not getting a good grade on this. Okay. I'm pointing at you. Okay. I can't see it because this is an audio format. <laughs> it's good audio. Um, do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sun on ripened grain. I am the... Man, you kids are such a pain. The honorable drama of my death, the painful draw of my last breath. Being upstaged by your childish rage is not for what I'd set the stage. As Leomon, my fate was known. From my birth, the seed was sown. But that does not mean you can ignore my dramatic final roar. Children, show some damn respect. My like life I gave for yours, reflect. That if you were in my place, might also want a moment's grace. That's pretty good. I'll I'll just like give that an A. That's probably A work. Thank you. Uh, you can find us on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where yeah, it's a website. There's website stuff there. <laughs> and um the the Digivolution will not be a dead Leo man. Yay. It's good for all of us. I feel like that might be close to one I've actually used before, but I don't keep track of ones I've actually used, so... <laughs> wah, wah. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, good time. And good night. And stop. Aww.